You're all very welcome back to another podcast delivered to you by WeddingSuppliers.ie where you can find all your premium wedding venues and suppliers and lots of inspo and content on the platform. Today we're very excited to speak to Beckett Poutney who is a wedding blogger and is the founder of EngageWeddings.co.uk. Hello Becca. Hello, great to be here. How are you? Great, great. Look, thanks so much for tuning in with us and, and not tuning in. Thank, thanks for being on the podcast. You didn't tune in. You, you called in where I called you. But uh, look, it's great to have you. It's great to, to kind of talk to someone that's across the waters in the UK, especially that everything is going on with the coronavirus right now. Absolutely. Well, it's good to be connecting. And don't you think we're going to be needing to do more of this kind of connecting if we can't see each other face to face? Technology is key. Technology is key and online is key as well. And the reason we um, got you onto the show today is that you're a wedding blogger, which you provide information and content and inspo and all of those different things. And today what we're going to talk about is kind of top tips, really, isn't it, on how you should start your journey in booking suppliers booking venues and a lot of people sitting at home right now to have plenty of time on their hands right absolutely and actually we need to be using that time wisely don't we so yes it's not an ideal situation yes lots of us are going to have to be home more than we would like to but actually let's look at the positives and think well how can we plan ahead to our wedding day and what can we be doing now while we've got the time to think about it yeah, no, exactly. And so the kind of, where where would you start? What, what, what would your message be today? Just to people in general, leaving the coronavirus aside, because you know what, this podcast, people could be listening to this podcast in a year's time and hopefully we'll all be looking back going, God, the coronavirus, remember, remember the havoc that caused, you know? And it, it is serious and we don't want to, we don't want to kind of play it down today, but we want to output you know, some kind of fun into our podcast as well for those people sitting at home. So where would you start with some tips? Like, would you agree that directories are a great place to start? Okay, so whenever I talk to anyone about wedding planning, the first place that I say to start is actually just at home having a conversation with your partner. So have a conversation with your partner and just talk to each other about what the priorities are for your wedding day? Like, what is their most important priority for the wedding? What is your most important priority? Once you've got those priorities nailed down, then go online, then go to the wedding blog, then go to the wedding directories and start getting some inspiration that fits with those ideals. So if you know that flowers are really important to you, for example, then go to the wedding blogs, go to the wedding directories and start researching about flowers. But first of all, have that conversation and find out what your priorities are for each other. Okay, so that would that's a really good starting point. Get get to know each other about what we need and, and what the necessities are and the kind of wedding that we want to go for. Yes, absolutely. Because we if we go straight to the research phase, then we get bombarded with so many ideas that we can't actually manage to do them all. Whereas if we start with knowing, well, what is our priority and what do we want this to look like? Then we can research with intent and start reading things that fit in with that. Okay, cool. And the general kind of, uh, when people do go to engageweddings.co.uk, you issue blogs, would you issue blogs on a regular basis? Yeah, so we blog, um, we've put out new content twice a week at the moment, um, and we kind of cover all sorts of things. So we cover frequently asked questions, things that people aren't sure about. We also show style shoots, inspiration photo shoots, real weddings, 
that kind of thing, just to give people ideas and also to answer people's questions. And also we kind of just put out general things that people, you know, when we're in the wedding industry, we think we know everything because we're saturated with it all the time. But as a couple, this is the first time you've ever done it. So just simple things like how do I register with a registry office? How do I pick him if I'm having a church wedding? That kind of kind of simple advice that actually all of us need to know the answer to. Yeah, that that's that's really interesting that you touch off that because as a wedding supplier myself, we sometimes just kind of assume that you should know, and um, you know, like that that's the thing when you when most people only get married once, and when they start their journey, they, they it is they okay they'll they'll Google suppliers, but then again, what where where do you start on the registry? And you're you're so correct in that. I mean, that's something I actually hadn't thought about myself. And it can be overwhelming for couples. I mean, if you're there and you've just got engaged, you might be feeling massively overwhelmed and not knowing where to start, which is actually why a directory or a wedding blog kind of website is a good place to get your ideas because they're all in one place. Whereas Google, I mean, I don't know about you, but you can Google something and you think it's local and then you find out it's in New York. Like it's absolutely no use to you whatsoever. So if you can find these local sites, local directories, at least you've got a starting point to knowing these people are reputable and they're local to me. Now I can start looking through them and deciding which one's right for me. Yeah, and that's, I mean, one of the things that we um, push out as a platform here where where we do host wedding venues and, and wedding suppliers, we, we try and get a good premium uh, quality of supplier on the site and more more importantly is we actually try and build a community so the suppliers are engaging you know and then when the couple do come in to do the research the suppliers are there to help not just to sell i think that's that's what's something we always need to get right we all want to get the booking um but instead of coming from a process of where we just want to sell we want to come in and just no we want to help you here along this journey before we actually sell you know, and that's, that's, that's something that's really important, right? Absolutely. And I think the thing is, is as a couple, you need to know that your supplier is human um, as well. And actually, <laughs> yeah. there is a face behind the business. And most wedding businesses are small business owners, many of whom have, have set up their business off the back of their own wedding. So they love weddings. They love to talk about weddings. And actually, if you go to your florist, um, then feel free to ask questions about who they would recommend as a cake maker or a a car hire person because actually these communities we tend to work together recommend each other um and uh, yeah you'll just remember that the suppliers are human as well and you can ask your questions and no question is too silly and just bu- building that trust with your supplier is 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 really important oh trust with your suppliers is so important and again one of the things i recommend is go to a directory where you know that the suppliers are reputable rather than going to Facebook groups where any old person can pop up and say that they're a wedding photographer. So go to a reputable source like a directory or a blog. But then once you get past that step, make sure you're communicating with that supplier. Try and meet the supplier face-to-face, especially if they're supplying some kind of product. So, for example, if you are hiring a car, unfortunately, there are so many scams out there for wedding cars. So if you find a wedding car that you want to hire, make sure you meet with them before the wedding day and see the car that they're promising so you know it actually exists. Um, you know, unfortunately, scams do exist within, in our industry and we need to work hard to stamp those out. <clears throat> but make sure you're trying to meet with your suppliers face-to-face and see their products and see that they can definitely deliver what you're paying them to deliver. 
And can, can I touch off the Facebook groups because you guys are in the UK and obviously we're here in Ireland. You can tell by the accent, um, by the accents. <laughs> um, can I ask you about Facebook groups? Um, I'm not a lover of Facebook groups. I don't like Facebook groups. I think you could spend a lot of time on Facebook groups as a bride or a groom and you can waste an awful lot of time in that space. And that that's the only problem I have with them. You know, well, maybe another problem in the sense that we do have all of these people as suppliers who, you know, can easily jump on a Facebook group and become a supplier. And that goes back then to, you know, who is this supplier? Are they vetted? You know, so what's what's your view on Facebook groups? I think as a couple, you need to just tread incredibly carefully in a Facebook group because I see the analogy of Facebook groups a bit like this. So if you're going to look for a new outfit for something, you can go to the charity shop or you can go to John Lewis or a department store. If you go to the charity shop, it's a bit more like a Facebook group. You don't really know what you're going to get. You're not really sure of the quality you're going to get. And therefore, you have to do a huge amount more work to sort through that, to get through the rubbish, to find the potential gem at the end of it. Whereas if you go straight to the department store, uh, the wedding blog, the wedding directory, you're going to actually get decent, everything's going to be decent. You're going to have a lot less work. You're going to have a lot less rubbish to sort through. Um, and it's going to be a much more enjoyable user experience. So it doesn't mean that there's nothing good to be found in a Facebook group, but you're going to have to do a lot more work to check that it's, it's reputable and to check that you're not getting scammed essentially I, I totally agree it's the, it's the workload I think that Facebook groups bring and we're all kind of victim to scrolling through our phones I do it myself I looked at my screen time yesterday it was like seven hours <laughs> and I kind of went <laughs> my god what am I doing like and, and was it productive and I think if you look at wedding planning as you need to look at it as a, a productive project if I'm right in saying that, because you don't want to waste time on stuff that's not going to get your results. Um, if you were to treat it that way, you know, your wedding planning journey would be that little bit easier. And and you're right about the Facebook groups. Look, it's obviously, I would say, I don't like Facebook groups because they're free and we run a directory and our suppliers have to pay. But I do believe that if suppliers are willing to pay and put their business in amongst other suppliers, that means that it kind of almost by default vets them because they're on a platform they're professional they want to put themselves out there and the more spaces you are in online the more chances that a couple will have finding you but in the facebook groups it it's as what you just said where do you find the hidden gem uh, you have to you kind of have to crawl through it would i be right in saying that yeah, I think so. And I think if a supplier is a, a professional and they, they will have a marketing budget and they will be applying to be listed on these kind of directories. But also I think uh, for myself as a wedding blogger, I take my responsibility to the couples reading my blog very seriously. And so I don't just let any old person on there if they're willing to give me some money. I don't know how you guys work. But for me, if someone applies and they want to be listed or featured on my blog, I do my own background research and I check their website and I read their testimonials and I check their reputable before I start pushing them out to my couple so that I know if a couple comes to me and asks for a recommendation and I send them to my website, I've got a good chance of knowing um, that they're going to get what they're paying for. And and you know what, I think it's fair to say that's how we, we started our relationship. I mean, this is my first time to actually talk to you on the phone, but I know that you kind of connect us in, connected us in with one of your blogs, which was great for us as well. It kind of gives us a bit of credibility. So I suppose that's where you're coming from on that. 
Yeah, and I think it's just knowing that the, the people are reputable. So for me, I'm actually not a fan of big supply directories, but what I am a fan of is supply directories which put the couple first and the wedding industry first. So people that are connecting the industry together, people that are doing the best for their couples rather than these big corporate businesses that just see pound signs above wedding suppliers and couples' heads. Yeah, correct. And, and you know, as a supplier myself, when we, when we developed this platform, it was always going to be about that. I mean, I think our original aim was about the suppliers first to say, look, we have this idea. But ultimately, now it's all about the couple and getting them in to engage them in, in good content and inspiration. So can we talk about recommendation as well? Um I'm a true believer. 80% of re- your, your business works on that kind of referral, doesn't it? And, and, and recommendation and reviews. So how do you gauge reviews? I mean, reviews that are real against reviews that aren't real. And what would you say to couples listening to the podcast today about reviews? So if you're a couple, I think you can get your reviews and your recommendations from two different places. The first one is going to be online, and then the second one is going to be offline. So offline is talking to your friends and your peers and your family members that have already got married and used people. Like recommendations that come from friends are always going to going to be good because if they've already used a person and they're willing to recommend them, then chances are they're a decent person. Now, we can't always do that. So if we're going to the second part, which is looking online, this is where I do like Facebook. Because generally, at least with a Facebook review, you can see the person that's left it. So it's not like a review on a, on a website where anyone could have just typed it up. At least the user has to go to Facebook and leave that review. But I always say, read, don't just read one of the reviews on a supplier's page. Like if you go to their Facebook page or their Google site listing, go through and read like as many of them as you can. Because people will always get a slightly negative review. They'll get some super positive reviews. And we're looking for an average. We're looking that there's not like 100 people saying that I've paid you and you've never delivered what you wanted. I also really like it when reviews like tag couples in or have a photo of the wedding. Because again, it just kind of goes a bit further to show that that they are, they're being genuine. And um, often when you see people post on Facebook or Instagram and they tag their couples in, you will see that the couple will then comment underneath and say, we loved what you did for our wedding. And it just goes that bit further so that you know it's a genuine, it's a genuine thing. That's a really, that's a really, that's really good advice. Uh, and getting the average there and doing as much research. And I love, I love the kind of, yeah offline online i was kind of thinking well how do you work it offline where do you find but yeah it's just true family and friends isn't it that's the offline stuff yeah absolutely and also from those other suppliers as well that's why these supply networks and communities are so important to me because actually suppliers if you're a cake maker you'll recommend a florist and if you're a florist you'll recommend a car hire person and that's why as a couple it's always worth going to the supplies you already have booked and asking for their recommendations too Okay, cool. Now, I have one last question for you. And then what we can do is you can tell us where people can go to read your blogs. So where do you see the demographic of wedding couples in, let's say, a year's time? And I know that's it, like, it's a shot in the dark, right? But if you were to say, will, will, there be, will, will more of them be on Instagram or will to be a balance between Instagram and Facebook. What do you see in the UK? Uh, is there any change in shift towards Instagram or are people just really sticking with Facebook? 
So I think that your audience, I think people are on Facebook all of the time. I think people are less engaged on Facebook. I think people are on Instagram. But what I'm going to say now might throw you completely. But I actually think in a year's time, we're almost going full circle and people are starting to value that face-to-face connection again. And so when they get a chance, and I think especially with this current climate when we might all be inside for three months, people are going to remember the value of actually meeting people face-to-face. And I think going to wedding shows, and I think as directories and blogs, we should be out there in the community as well, not just hiding behind our screens, actually getting out there and meeting couples face-to-face and telling them about our resources. So I actually think we're going to see a move, especially over here in the UK, towards that face-to-face contact being even more important than the online stuff but kind of working together. So I think online is always going to be important, but I think we need to remember that when we get a chance for human connection, we should take that as well. Well, you know, we leave it on that note, and you are correct. There's absolutely nothing more valuable than a human connection. And and although we're, we're trying to keep our... Um, our, our social spacing and distance for now that's all going to change and please god we'll get over all of this in in a couple of weeks so so becca pountney what i'd like to do is could you just direct our listeners to where they can read your blogs i've read a couple of your blogs they're absolutely fantastic and i know our listeners are going to go right there to go through them and and connect with you as well so can you just direct us to your website and where people need to go yeah, so you can find me um, on Facebook, Instagram, or on my website, engageweddings.co.uk. Whether you're planning a wedding anywhere in the world, there'll be some advice to help you. But especially if you're coming over and having your wedding over here in the UK, then reach out. And if I can do anything to help you in your planning, I would be more than happy to point you in the right direction of some suppliers that can help. Becca, it was a pleasure to speak to you on the Wed Prep podcast today. Do take care. Thank you.